Welcome to the Awaken the Awesome podcast with your host, Olivier D. This is Awaken the Awesome, a podcast where we acknowledge that we are all in this together. Through enlightening conversations and personal insights, we like to engage with individuals just like you who show us how they are bringing a little bit of awesomeness along their individual journeys. Our hope is to inspire you to always keep pushing and to stay awesome along the way. I know I say this often about all my guests, but I cannot set aside how incredibly excited I am about today's conversation. This meetup was way overdue, as my next guest and I had connected some years ago, even before the pandemic, and he has since become an incredible source of support, wisdom, kindness, and inspiration. Christophe Saradol is not just an expert realtor with a proven track record spanning almost two decades. He also stands out as a gifted trainer, speaker, consultant, and prolific content creator. His YouTube channel, which I highly recommend you subscribe to, is a worthy resource for both beginners and seasoned investors alike looking to get some useful and applicable tools to further their real estate knowledge. On this episode, Christopher brings some energetic and powerful perspectives on the audacity to dream, embracing the uncertainty, purposely shifting one's mindset, and so much more. So let's get into this. Awaken the Awesome, episode 156 with Christopher Saladal. Here we go. I need to say this for everyone listening to this recording. I want this on the record. First of all, we, of course, need to have an acknowledgement, a special acknowledgement for Christopher Didion for connecting us. And this is like, it all goes back to the Millionaire Mindset Montreal Mastermind. It was like, it all goes back there where I met this incredible individual called Christopher Salador. I walk into a room with a bunch of elite People, I say it elite people because under any circumstance, under any other roof, there is absolutely no way with myself, with my background. And I'm really going back into the mindset I was back then. I had a very severe issue of imposter syndrome because I walked in there with my little water bottle. I saw Christopher. I saw Vince. I saw JP. I saw coach, coach Trevor. I saw Lisa. What am I doing here? <laughs> <laughs> what am I doing here? And you remember when I got up and I had to introduce myself, everybody like clapped and you came to me and you said, hi. And then we talked and then out of nowhere, here I am thinking about what am I doing in the middle of these people? Like I have no relationship with these people. And you came to me and like, dude, you did a hundred episodes. That's badass, man. How did you do that? <laughs> and you just like, you made me feel comfortable. You made me feel okay. And I want to thank you for that because, um, even since then, you know, you've always been supportive. You've always been super nice to me. You've always given me the likes, you know, you know, you're always like, you know, you know, hitting me back on WhatsApp and everything. And there's a mutual kinship there, which I truly, truly want to thank you for, because it speaks to a lot of generosity of heart and of human spirit that I really appreciated with your smiling. And just like you had so many tips back then and there. And it just goes to show you that, you know what, you can always impact someone. And it's all about how you show up to the world. And for that, I just want to say thank you. And of course, I want to send you a heartfelt welcome, Christopher Saradol, to the Awaken the Awesome podcast. Thank you so much for being here, my man. Thanks. Thanks. Thank you, man. Thank you for us, uh, for that introduction. But uh, for sure, of course, I have to send it back to you. Thank you for having me. And thank you for putting this together. And uh, thank, you, thank you for having me as your guest today. So <laughs> I hope you're ready to rock and roll. For sure. For sure, my man. For sure. For sure. Um, but you know, I really can't stress it enough, you know, the, throughout all the conversation we have, um, cause we understand and the conversation we've had both on and offline, 
I can't stress it enough for the people listening to us. Sometimes you think that you're in the middle of the universe and you're in the middle of the storm and what you're doing, whatever it is, whether it's writing a, writing a book, whether it's trying to lose weight, whether it's trying to start a business, trying to make that first sale, or just trying to be a better father, a husband, everything starts with how you show up to the world, meaning how what you say to yourself. And I know, Christopher, you're a big champion about, first and foremost, the mindset. The mindset does not set apart from the goal you need to execute. And just throwing it out there, how can you take yourself back to that just, you know, if you can compare it to myself, when I talked about the imposter syndrome, when you started in this business, when you started in the field as a champion as you are, do you see yourself in the beginning when you told me when we were at the bar, I didn't know what, you know, what the registre was or licenses and listings. And can you go back there? And, you know, how did you jump over that fear of, okay, I have no idea what I'm doing, but you still did it because the mindset was there. It's funny because uh, even the mindset wasn't there, to be honest with you. I didn't know jack nothing about real estate listing a home um yes i grew up in a home but that's it but a notary an arpenteur géomètre or uh whatever i had no clue even going into real estate i went into real estate for the bad reasons i was 27 years old my daughter was three years old and everything that i tried to do or launch prior before 2009 when i was 27 like it was like all trials and error but starting something but giving up uh-huh. trying but letting it go and giving up going back to square one but real estate was the first thing that the course was the first thing that i actually finished you committed that i, get, that I, that I went through it but it was only three months and a half so wow. it wasn't and it was like a thousand a thousand five hundred to 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 get in, so it wasn't the big deal, for sure. I had all those uh, trials and error, and I was like, okay, I was kind of fed up, and I wanted to do something with my life. Mm-hmm. So I went back, and you, you're Haitian like me. Mm-hmm. And what does our parents teach us since we were since we were young? <laughs> you have to go to school. You have to have good grades. For you sure. have to listen, lift your hand up, and you have to have a great have a degree mm-hmm. and find a good good nice job. And that's it. So that's all I knew. So within with all my trials and error of starting a business, having an idea, doing this, doing that, partnership, whatever, that never went. That never worked. That never went further than step one. Mm-hmm. My only, like, my only way out or having success or going further in life was to go was to go to school. So. I went back to the school, like, uh, how you see that, Tilly, um, the manuals of all the courses and stuff like that. Mm-hmm, the syllabus. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because before that, I tried to go to, uh, college and I ended up like, like dropping out. Wow. I, two years after that, I wanted to go to university mm-hmm. and two weeks, two weeks after the, the school started, I, I dropped out again. So. And so I went back with the, I went back to try to find out which courses or degree or thing that I could do that would be fast, that I would have my lessons like ASAP, but also that I could be in the field making money as soon as possible. Because remember, I have a daughter of three years old that I have to feed. So checking out the courses like uh, administrations, business, I always was, uh, curious about business i was like i was a fan of 
the old Donald Trump mm-hmm. when he used to be like when he had to have his golf golf course and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Easy pub daddy for sure. So business was something that I wanted to do, but I didn't know how to do it because I didn't have the mindset. So, but real estate was the only thing that was after three months and a half, you could have your license and be a broker. So I was Boom. like, you know what? Let me try that. And um, so I went into real estate, have no clue whatsoever. And it's while being in it, you know what? Your question is, how did I did I develop the mindset? Mm-hmm. You know, how do you know? Do you know how you learn how to swim? Is by jumping in the pool. So nice. Without realizing it, I was already in the pool because once I got uh, once I got my my degree, I realized that oh my gosh, okay, now I have a license about real estate. I don't have no clue about real estate, but I have to sell real estate. You have to sell real estate. Exactly, exactly. So that's how it all started, and that's when actually when I started in real estate that I have no clue. Didn't know what to do. I started like going to those uh, little workshops mm-hmm. uh, that my office was giving and stuff like that to to pick the knowledge and to grow and to learn more. Actually, real estate was the first time that I went into a real conference about business, real estate business, but it was about mindset, like growth, like uh, self help, and of of course real estate. But it's funny because I. Soon as I stepped in, I saw that guy, that coach, that real estate coach on stage, and I was like, fiberglass. I was like, oh my gosh! And you know what? It triggered mm-hmm. something in me. I went in, I saw him, and I was like, oh my gosh! I want to be like that, like this dude one day. I want to be on stage one day. And I saw all those top producers like doing like five hundred k more, and I was like, oh my god! I want to be in stage getting interviewed about how badass that I kick some ass in real estate. Mm-hmm. So that's how it all started, man. Nice. See, there you go. See, because um, there's so many questions coming up right now. But you know what? It's important for people listening to us to realize that you got to start somewhere. You can't you can't be afraid of what you don't know. But you got to start somewhere because you said that. You know what? Here I am. I got my license. Okay. So I guess I got to do real estate right now. So, you know, there's, <laughs> I got I might as well. You had a terrific motivation. And as a father, I totally empathize with you because I wouldn't know what I would do. You know, my daughter's three and I got to make stuff happen. I got to make stuff happen. What, what are you going to do? I think Zig Ziglar said it when his daughter was just born. He had like, you know, he had to pay a fee of about like $64 just to get his daughter out of the hospital, just to buy diapers. Yeah, and I he had that. to make two and he had to make two sales that one day to actually pay to have his daughter come out the hospital. That is, in, that is intense. So when we have the right motivation, when you come to that seminar, when you come to that workshop and you see the high performers and how important is it to have the vision, Chris, even if you're not there, see, you're selling that you're in the crowd, you're looking at them and you're telling yourself that will never be me, but you said it. I want to be that someday. So how, how do we get over the hump of the fear of saying like, yeah, that's Christopher. He's a super high performer. I'm, I'm never going to get, let me just stay in my lane. How do we get these people that are listening to us, Chris, to say like, you know what? Yes, you can. Can we be like brutally honest? Yeah, sir. Totally this is your platform. To be honest, I don't think some, I think there's two, probably more kind of people, but there's two kinds of people because for sure there's people that just, 
they don't think too much and they just go with it, even though they have no clue, but they just go further. And to be honest, I wasn't that kind of guy. Mm-hmm. So being there in that in that room with all those producers, to be honest, I was even shy to go ask a question. I was even shy. I was feeling like you. I was even shy to just go talk to another real estate broker that I just to have a handshake and stuff like that. I was like, and you, you know, my personality. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because at that time period, I was like more in, I was lost in my mind. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe I was like getting to another step that I didn't know wh- in what I was getting myself into. But to answer your questions for people that feel like that, that don't have that hunger yet, because it's hunger. It's, I think it's something that, that it's going to build up like a muscle, mm-hmm. but Back then, for real, since I was shy, didn't have no clue. I was younger, so I was like, oh, my God, what am I doing, de- doing there? And remember, back then, in, in 2010, real estate was a, was a field where it was mostly old people like our dads and right. moms. You know? okay. Okay, like, okay. like I say in French, c'était plus des têtes grises. You know, like, <laughs> but, um, so it was older and I was like one of the, I was part of the youngest in the room, but to answer your question, it's something that I develop one step at a time by taking right. the courage of just, okay, you know what? Let me do one call of prospection. Okay. You know what? Let me go knock at one door. Even though my first call was, I was shaking and stuff like that, but doing one after the other and the other and the other build the strength the strength, the confidence, the mental strength. And for sure, without, with, through all that, I, I, I felt into reading more books about self-help, the richest men of Babylon, for sure, rich dad, poor dad. Classic. And those kind of books. It's funny because when I finished real, uh, when I finished high school, I, I, uh, I stumbled on, Perish par da, uh, poor rich, uh, rich dad, poor dad. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it was the first book that I truly loved, that I truly liked and that I kind of liked the way it was written and stuff like that. Before that, in high school, I was like, I have to read a book and I was like, Oh my gosh. And I was, I was just reading it like the, the last day before we had a test or an exam. But that book was the first book that made me fall in love into reading, but getting, uh, getting, into the self-help like industry it's very accessible i really enjoy the fact you say that because it's a lot of people it's it's always on everybody anybody interested in business anybody interested in yes making money anybody interested in personal development it's a very accessible it's it's on the list and on everybody's top 10 list for a reason it reads easily it could read at any age it's told in stories but if you know how to read between the lines it's a very powerfully it's full of great ideas but you got to do the work exactly (laughs) you got to do the work big time and back then there was no podcast no youtube no stuff like that so reading was my only thing that was giving me knowledge tips and tricks about how to succeed to become better become more self-aware and stuff like that but at the Mm -hmm. same time i didn't know that that was the path that i was taking i don't even kind of like those kind of books and it was like taking my mind away of my reality and Mm -hmm. showing me that okay if i'm with all those stories about in those books, there's probably a light at the end of the tunnel. So books really help and taking action, man. It was 
taken action, even though I, did, I had no clue in what I was, I was getting myself into. It was like one step after the other, reading books and just keep moving, keep moving forward. Even though I had like, I had no clue in what I was getting at, you know? So it's okay to be afraid? I think you must be afraid, actually. You must be afraid. Because that was my guiding system. The fact that I was afraid, now looking back, I understand more more clearly every step. But being afraid meant that I was on the right path. Nice. Because every every everything else before that, like like to be honest, like chilling with my homies, not doing nothing, that was easy. That was nothing scary. Like okay, I have to find a nine to, nine to five, and okay, that's my first job. That's my first day at that job. Okay, I don't know what I'm gonna do, but uh, I'm gonna have like a formation and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. that was the first time in my life I had no clue. I had to stick with it because I, there was no turning back. If I, if I quit real estate, what, I, what was my other options? Like what going back on the school bench? I was 27. I was like, wow. I have no time for that. I have my daughter. I need to put food on the table. Life is real out here. And to be honest, another thing is that I had no money, man. I didn't like, like, I didn't have like a, like a buffer of a bag of money or savings of five, Okay, and okay, I'm gonna do this, and no, like I was like, uh, you were up against the wall. It was real. It was either that or nothing else. Exactly. So my only way, my only options was move forward, man, one step at a time. But you know, you know what I appreciate, especially since the last time we met and we talk, we talk a lot, and uh, this is something I want to bring forward to everybody. See, I'm a podcaster. Chris is a real estate broker. But game recognized game. See, that's how I felt, always felt with the relationship between you, Vince, JP, and all you people that you really brought me in as a peer because there's a lot of recognition there because you understand that, okay, it takes a certain level of madness and dedication to be in your field the same way I recognize the same, you know, production and everything. So there's a lot of understanding. What I'm going to is uh, you talk a lot about that as well. And the importance of the people around us and our immediate surroundings, like the circle we keep, like real estate brokers hang out with real estate brokers, like golfers hang out with golfers, like, you know, pool players hang out with pool players. What I'm getting at is that peak performers hang out with peak performers. You want to elevate, you want to elevate, you're going to have to elevate your relationships. And that is not a lot of time people hear us talking about this and they think we're cocky or confident. There is a lot of that in there, but also is because we're trying to grow. And I want to, I want you to help us navigate to the people who find it really uncomfortable because I've dealt with that over the past couple of years, even since we've met, you know, dealing with the fact that, you know what, not everybody wants it as bad as you do. And you're going to have to learn that separation. And I'm wondering if you could coach us a little bit about if you've ever experienced that or how do we navigate that? Because sometimes, you know, whether it's family or relationships or relatives, and sometimes you realize that, you know what, you do you, I'm going to be over here because I got shit to do. And how do you deal with that? For real, um, you have to cut off people, man. It's hard. It's not easy, but you have to distance yourself. Then that's what I did because, yeah, for sure, I like to party. I like to hang out. Don't don't forget, I grew up in Saint Michel, Saint Leonard, with uh, my friends. wasn't like uh, uh, doctors graduate and stuff like that. Actually, like 
and you're going to relate. Mm-hmm. Back then, going to private school or being the smart, the smartest kid in the room wasn't cool. Nope. But smoking weed, drinking alcohol, skipping class, that was cool. There you go. Mm-hmm. Wanted to hang out with those guys. So my surrounded was that. And it's funny because at, through my self-development and stuff like that, for sure, I had bumps in the road. At one point, I was with that the, the, the mother of my kids. And when we were back then, back when I was like 21, that's at, I, can't, I guess that's when I met her around that, that time frame. But, um, I was, I had a discussion with, with, with the pastor of a church and I was like, Oh, I had those, those issues, blah, blah, blah. And I would like to, I don't know what I want, but I would like to move forward. And one thing that he said, and I was, I would always remember. And he said that your surrounding is one thing that's keeping you down. And I was he like, said that it's totally straight up. And I was like, oh my gosh, for real. And when I looked around, my 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 friends was pimps, drug dealers, or trying to make hands meet with any like the like next deal, the next deal, the, the next, next deal. Is, exactly. So when I realized that and I got into real estate, I realized that okay, that's two separate worlds. And for sure, for me to be able to make it into that real estate and make it big, I had to, I had to distance myself. But the deeper I got into self-development, to be honest, the broader my self-awareness grew. And at the same time, it kind, it kind of did it by itself by me separated because I, the more I was getting into more self-development, self-development, the more I realized that we didn't have that much things in common now because of where we at. And especially I have my daughter, so I cannot go and hang out and chill and do whatever because you just can't exactly. I got to produce. Exactly. So, but to give you the right answer, I think the more, the deeper, you're going to get into like mastering yourself, mastering your mindset, getting deeper into growing inside. There's a lot of things that's going to dealt with by themselves. Like the separation kind of made its way by itself because I went that way and people, the, the wrong people that wasn't the right fit. Like we, we kind of felt it right away. So we we started like not calling each other like mm. that much often or they're not, they ended up going to whatever party or whatsoever and not calling me. So, and it was okay like that. It was okay. Exactly. It was okay. Acceptance. It's part of the acceptance. Yeah. You know, cause you realize that you realize like, you know, you're the way you speak is going to be different. The stuff you read, uh, the time you spent, whether on Netflix or anything. And if you do spend time on, on the screens, it's probably going to be something to elevate. Like right now, this is not even a shameless plug. I've been spending a lot of time on your channel, your wonderful YouTube channel. Because guys, really, please, once you're done with this recording, or even now while you're doing it, just go subscribe to Chris's channel. Because in terms of the Montreal real estate market or just real estate knowledge in general, it's like nuggets, nuggets of like little bullet points. And what I'm, what I, what I appreciate about uh, your channel is the fact that I'm seeing somebody, not just a friend, who's really putting it out there in terms of like, you are giving like hundreds of thousand dollars worth of game. 
Like you're really making this like this is a classroom, like 101 real estate, whether it's investing, whether it's how to choose your broker or how to sell, how to, why would you, why would you, why would you even choose to selling it yourself or like how to compare selling it yourself, whether through a, whether with a broker or not, it's like, you are really bringing in the knowledge and that's the best thing you can do right now for people who want to take their charge of their life. And again, you know, you're putting in your best foot forward and that says a lot. And I was wondering how important is it? Because a lot of people want to think that, okay, the path of success is all about me, 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 where all the reading I've done, and I'm sure you subscribe to that. It's also about the other and how do we sell the other, you know, how would we give to the other? Cause you taught me that we were having that conversation. Vince Guta told me that. And also you, you're telling me I'm not selling a house. I am helping someone in the biggest decision of their life. That's not easy. And that is a huge, generous thing on your part. Cause for you, it's not about the commission. It's not about the house. It's about how can I best help this person? And I was wondering, am I reading it wrong? <laughs> you're a hundred percent, man. You're 100%. And it's funny because a lot of things, situations in my life was through trial and error, but mostly by failing and getting to learning. Mm-hmm. And even that, even in my first few transactions, like I mentioned before, I was broke when I started, didn't have no money. I was like, every time some money was coming in, I had to pay bills, but or I would try to invent as little as that was left or I, that I can back into real estate. But I always remembered that every time I was like in the transactions, do, 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 dealing with either a buyer or seller, every time that I was more focused on the money that I would make at the end, the hardest this transaction was, or it would fall through because mm-hmm. now looking back, I was putting the bad energy into it. And on the opposite side, every time that I just let it go, like, you know what? Yes, I probably need that transaction, but you know what? I was not trying to push. I was just being in the flow and giving as much knowledge or awareness to the clients for him to be able to make, to, to pick the right, the best decision for him. Like, Boom. Every, every pieces of the puzzle was placing himself and boom, there is, there it goes. Boom, a cell. So even in real estate, even when I'm dealing with a client and stuff like that, you cannot force anything, man. Mm-hmm. To be honest, you cannot nature. That's something that my coach Trevor always uh, said to me once and stuck in my mind. Like nature works best by flow and not by force. So there's a lot of things that you cannot force it to happen. You cannot rush it to happen. You just have to be in peace with it. Whether whether it it fell through or it doesn't, like, you know what? You're in peace with it. And if it doesn't work with this one, the right one, the best one, another one will show up ASAP and boom. People are impatient right now, Chris. People are impatient. They want, they want, and I've noticed this, they want all the rewards without doing another work. We're, but we're, why is this not working? Why is my podcast not getting a million downloads? Why didn't I get the million dollar sale? Why, why is my book not selling? Why are people not copying my track? Everybody's impatient. We're but, the microwave generation, like instant gratification right now. 
I'm dealing Everything with business. Right like one minute, boom. Okay, I want to be successful and I want to ride my Lambo. It's scary. It's scary. It's like time. what? What? What work did you do? What did you do? The only reason we're on this podcast together is proof in the puddings. Like again, game recognized game. I've put in the work. You've put in the work, and energy aligns for us to make this happen. We've known each other a while. I haven't had you on the podcast. Like 150 episodes in, you're just not coming on the podcast. But you know what? We didn't force it. Like you know what? I exactly. declared into the universe. We said it, we're going to make this happen. And even since we first met, we said, we're definitely going to do stuff together. We're going to collaborate at some point. And you know what? We're making it happen. And unfortunately, that's what we're seeing around us. There's a growing sense of impatience. Everybody wants everything, none of the work. And sometimes you're asking yourself like, well, are, are you surprised that the universe is not answering? Because so you're, you're, you're all over the place. And it's, it's scary. It's really scary. Do you want another nugget? My man. Like, how can I say? Since I got into Remax in 2014, 14, something like that. Um, and sorry, as soon as I changed to Remax, it changed my mindset because the number one top producer in Remax was was making like 1.2, 1.3 million. And I was like, wow. oh my gosh, that's even possible for one real estate agent to do that kind of money? Like, so it blew my mind, but at the same time, it showed me that it was possible. That's but even mean. back then, my, my, my biggest goal was to just make like 250K. Mm -hmm. That was like, oh my God, if I make that one, no, not even back then, it was like doing 100K. Wow. And three years after I, I, I studied real estate, like on my fourth year, boom, I made 150K. But then I realized that, oh my God. I want to do 250K because that's the magic number. Mm -hmm. But it's funny because for the past years, I wanted so bad to make like 250 or more whatsoever, but I was keep like, I was keep on that, on that, uh, how you say that? Like, uh, le plafond. Yeah, always like, you know, the glass ceiling. There's always, yeah, the, always my, that my peak. My top ceiling was like 150, 100, 120, 150, 130, 100, 150. And it's funny because last year, with all that pandemic that started, everything shut down whatsoever. Instead of freaking out about, oh, what about, what am I, what am I going about to do about my situation, real estate, and then I need to pay bills, blah, 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 blah. You know what? I started to go deeper into myself. I started yoga. I never had the time to meditate. I was meditate like I had my morning routines, mm -hmm. but meditation was like five minutes. If I had if I had time, was like maximum like ten minutes. But I, but since everything was shut down, no clients, no meetings, no nothing. Mm -hmm. I started to like to do like thirty minutes, one one hour. I was waking up in the morning, and instead of waking up to do to go where the gym is closed, everything is closed. Mm -hmm. I was putting my headphones, doing meditation, started yoga, training, being more connected with my with my with my with my son and stuff like that. And it's funny. At the same time, my YouTube channel, similar as you, for the I started my YouTube channel in 2017. Mm -hmm. Three years after, pandemic hit whatsoever. Boom, leads. Views. Leads. Not 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 even views. Leads coming in like I I was getting like five leads a week. Like every day I that had is like insane. A every day of the week I had a discovery call with a brand new client that was super motivated to sell while everything is shut down. Everything is shut down, and still, and, 
so, and it's funny because last year was my best year ever. I finally hit the 250K mark. My man. How? Not being stressed, being in sync, being aligned with what, who I am, getting mm-hmm. to know me better, increasing my self-awareness. Like, not, yes, I was into books, but I was, instead of chasing things outside of me, I was getting more deeper into inside of me. It starts and that's within. How, exactly. And there's a quote that I heard, like, if you want to go three steps further, you have to go three steps deeper. And that's exactly what I did without me knowing, realizing it, without the stress of everything, like the world is falling mm-hmm. apart. And boom, I'd like. And you know what the cool increase. part? The cool part is the fact that we've talked about this, even when the pandemic hit. You remember we were texting like this is what's going to define the warriors from the other people. Mm. You're not panicking. You know, we talked to each other. We called each other like, what are you doing? Oh, I'm just taking walks with my son. I'm working out at home. Just, you know, keep writing some copies. Yeah, I'm still booking guests because everybody's at home. See, what are you doing? I'm creating Lee's house business, business as well. We didn't share negative energy. Does that take away the fact that there are people suffering? There are people dying. There's sickness. There's trauma. We're not disregarding that. But you know what? Let's focus the energy, the proper energy where it needs to be. And I want to salute you for that because that is a great milestone. I love to hear these great stories. It gets me energized. Proud of you, man. I'm proud Boom. of you. Really. Thanks, man. Boom. Boom. Um, I don't want to keep you. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm but, sorry. but it's funny because that, the same way, like you, you said it, like everybody wants like instant results, instant success and stuff like that. But looking back, it took me 10 years, man. 10 years to hit... Fi- to, but not 10 years, but actually like what, like seven, six to seven years to finally hit that mark. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, another milestone I received that this year, I received like the real, uh, Remax Hall of Fame. Wow. But it's, without me even knowing, without like, see, I just, oh my That's gosh. A, and oh. for people who don't know, that is a really big deal because with, uh, with a company with the banner, with uh, the pedigree of Remax, and just knowing that you're in the Hall of Fame, that is not shortchanged. That is a huge achievement because it, let's just call it real estate is a very competitive field. And again, there's like the people at Remax are super, super great people. Like, again, I'm not just like you know, shameless plugging, but I've gotten to know you guys. And there's mm-hmm. a there's a great camaraderie there that I've learned to appreciate. And you know what? All the kudos to you, man, because it's not a short thing. It's a very, very big achievement. Proud of you. Damn. Thank you. Great, Thank great you, man. Stuff. And 10 years, man. 10 years. 10, 10 years. years without me knowing what, in what I was getting myself into, finding my passion, not, bro. And within all that, my first three years was like a total failure. First year to 30K, second years, second year, I did like 16K. And the third year, I made like 24. And I was, I went through all of that, like, you know, going to the groceries. Mm-hmm. Not knowing if your card will pass, will get you. Like, uh, not knowing, like, I have meetings and I barely have like 20 bucks in my bank account and I need to put gas. And I'm like, oh my God, oh. I have to, I've been through all of that the mm-hmm. first three to four years, but not, but not giving up, keep moving forward. Like, but looking back, I'm so grateful about all that. You have For to sh- be. For you sure, have in, to the, be. in the situation, like it's a, it like it's a disgusting medicine. But looking back, oh my god, that's what made me today. It's part of the journey. It's part of the journey. You, it's not about falling down. It's about if and how you're going to get back up. So, like, and at the very least, 
it's going to be your choice. And that's one question I want to throw you away because I know you're a busy guy. I don't want to keep you too long, but I have to throw this question. How important is, with all you've experienced, how important is the power of choice in our journey? Because whether we succeed or we fail, I believe it's at the receiving end of our choice. And how important is the choices that we make, whether it's the relationship that we choose to entertain, the books that we read, but at the core, there's a decision in there to succeed or to fail. And how do you, how, how do you, how, how important is it for the people listening to us? Choice has a lot of weight, doesn't it? Big time. It's like, it changes the path that where you're going to end up or the path of what you're about to learn into that journey. Because if you make the, the wrong decision, boom. But at the same time, it's fun at the, actually. The path, the, 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 the journey, that life journey, either you take the right decision or the wrong one, the right for sure. It's okay. You have the success and you learn. And, but at the same time, even though you make the, the, the wrong choice, actually there's so much growth and that's where you really grow. But, and looking back, like I, like I just told you, I was like, I was making a bad decision. But at the same time, the bad decision made me grow, made me grow bigger, stronger, wiser. But for sure, at the same time, I think the, the more you go, the more people take the time to learn about themselves, to be aligned, to stop all that noise and start looking in within, it's easier to make the right decisions because you, that intuition is going to grow bigger and you, 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 you start to be more like you tend to listen to yourself more instead of listening to your, to the outside world. And the key to be able to make the best decision, either whatever is going to happen mm -hmm. is by getting more aligned, to be honest. To look and, within. Yes. To look within. To look within, to have a daily, to have daily rituals, meditation, um, asking questions to your higher self when you're going to sleep, stop the social media for at least an hour, stuff like that. Taking walks, like you said, with your son, taking the time to breathe and to be grateful and stuff like that to make you more aligned. And it's easier after that to, you know what? Boom. I'm taking that the direction or you, the, the more you align, the more insights, good insights going to come to you without force. It's mm -hmm. only going to come and flow, more, not force. Exactly. You're going to be more self-aware and then your intuition easier. Your something's going to come up and you're going to be like, mm, something tell me that's not the right decisions. You know what? I'm not going to go down that path. Nice. The universe, the universe yes. just aligns, but it starts Big with time. you, man. Christopher Salado, you are a king and a gentleman. I am such an, uh, it's like, I'm such a fan. And again, I'm happy uh, that the universe allowed us to connect. And again, when this pandemic just like dies down, we're definitely going to have a barbecue or have a beer. Like, you know, it's been too long since old, old Montreal from now, the separation is too long. But again, it's not about me. It's about you. I want to celebrate you for all the terrific work that you're doing, the terrific message you're putting out into the world, this terrific energy, this wisdom, uh, this courage, these examples, because everybody listening right now, 
we're taking notes. I'm taking notes, definitely. Even I, you know, even with we're talking, I'm still learning so much from you. And for everything that you're doing, for all the people that you're helping and all the great people privileged enough to know you, I want to say thank you, you know, for Thanks, all man. of this Thanks. that you're giving. And it's a gem to have you on the podcast, man. Really, I really enjoyed this conversation. I appreciate you. Thanks. Me too, man. Same thing, man. We always have a running tradition on the podcast. First of all, shameless plugging. If uh, the, the listeners want to connect with you on the internet webs, uh, what's the best place to find you? Two places. Mm-hmm. Immobilier 101 with mm-hmm. Christopher Salador on mm-hmm. YouTube. Go on my YouTube channel and subscribe. We will link it up. Yes. And Instagram. That's where I post daily insight about my life, the, the showings that I'm visiting, like nice places and throwing lots of wisdoms and knowledge and quotes and stuff like that. So YouTube and Instagram. Will do, my man. And the final question, running tradition. It's always about like, you know, again, floor open to the guests, whether it's a favorite song lyric or a quote or next step. What I like to call the, the, uh, what, what something that anyone listening to this can use as a next step, waking up tomorrow and taking that next step towards the next level. Okay. Is there, you dropped so many gems, but could you drop at least one last one for the listeners? It's, it's something that I'm working out, working out right now. And it's, um, getting more clarity about your future self and seek, try to seek your future self because everything that you're doing today will impact your future self. Whether it's a bad choice, whether it's being shy, whether it's not doing something, procrastinating whatsoever is going to impact your, your, your future self. But by having clarity about what, who's your future self, whether it's a million dollar, a top producer, uh, titans of industry or something like that, by having that clarity will help you to know, you know what? I have to wake up at 5 a.m. or at 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. You know what? I don't feel like doing this, but you know what? My future self, by looking at it every day, having the clear vision of who your future, your future self within the next 10 years will be, will give you that fuel, that motivation, that boost to, you know what? Okay, no. I have, I have a, how can I say that? I have a contract with my, with my future self and what I'm doing today will drastically impact him. So you know what? If I want to become that millionaire, if I want to become that, again, that world-class top producer, it's all start about the the decision that you're going about to do today. Man. Man, like, I can't, I can't, like, I'm, <laughs> I'm jazzed and energized. Like, this is why, this is why I have people like you on this podcast, because you know what? It is possible, as Les Brown said, you know what? These are words that we need to hear. And you know what? I, I, I challenge everyone to, again, take that contract with your future self. Listen to yes. the words of Christopher. And please, guys, you know, sign up and really take, take ownership of what you want, because your dreams are just a decision away and your future self awaits. Christopher, yes. I appreciate you, man. I'm not going to keep you anymore. I want to say again, a very sincere, heartfelt thank you uh, for being on the program and being on the program. Guys, please do go check out Immobilier 101 with Christopher Salador. I will link up the all the links uh, for the YouTube page, the YouTube channel, and also the Instagram page on the blog post. Guys, as always, it's always a pleasure to serve you on this mission. Thanks so much for being, uh, again, supporters, awesome supporters of the Awaken the Awesome podcast. Stay safe, stay blessed, and as always do, guys, stay awesome. Boom. This has been another episode of the Awaken the Awesome podcast. We always love to get your feedback, so please do drop us a line via Instagram, Facebook, or email. Our email address, awakentheawesome at gmail.com. 
do visit our official website at awakentheawesome.ca, where you can find our entire back catalog of episodes and incredible guests. Also, if you haven't already, please hop on over to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, give us a rating, and leave us a review, as this helps us tremendously in growing this podcast and spreading the word to more awesome listeners like you. We always appreciate your support, and thank you for listening. Stay awesome.